today and I got home and my wife's making dinner and I, I pour now a, recording I pour us each a drink and she goes you can only have one drink tonight I was like what are you talking about she goes it alcohol like lessens the effect of the vaccine what? I said well now you tell me like is that true I don't know it sounds like a that sounds like a, like a white you know, thing and <laughs> yeah that sounds like she's trying to get you to stop drinking <laughs> her first you better, which, which you better watch out, Pfizer. Hmm. And I was like, I would have had you schedule it on like a Monday if that yeah, was the case. Crazy. It's fucking Friday, and I've had the shittiest week in a string of shitty weeks. I I gotta say, if alcohol, if alcohol affects that vaccine, it's probably a <laughs> pussy vaccine. You should have got <laughs> the Moderna or whatever, man. They, they uh, say before, before, <laughs> after is fine. Is it safe to drink alcohol after COVID vaccine? There's no effect to show alcohol consumption will have any effect oh, on how the vaccine works. Are you said before? Also, they said there's a experts in Russia and the United Kingdom have warned people should avoid drinking alcohol for a brief period of time before getting vaccinated. Oh yeah, I haven't had a drink since last night. <laughs> yeah, Plenty fine. of time. Yeah, they're fine. And tell your wife they rubbed I only had one drink alcohol ahead of time. That's true. Alcohol, yeah, right they on. did. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Bottoms up. Tweet. Like sometimes they tell you, like, I don't know if, and I don't even know if they told me, like, they told me not to drink alcohol after my surgery because you know you got anesthesia. Mm -hmm. I I listen to that advice now. Um, Yeah, (laughs) you learn that shit the hard way. Um, I mean, you could do a little bit, but man, anything over. And then uh, I had my little like druggy stuff, and uh, I didn't even want to drink alcohol. That's how fucking like run over by a truck I was after that. So there you go. There you go. I think I did. I did drink tequila that night though. And it wasn't until a couple hours later. And I, then I just like, I mean, my wife, I think was thinking she was going to have to sleep on the couch because she couldn't shift me off where I just collapsed <laughs> on the bed. So, but I, you know, she got me up eventually. I don't know where she needled me, but somewhere they got me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, it's good. I, I I wish I could get a vaccine shot. One day. It should be soon, yeah. It should be. They say March 29th-ish here. So soon, okay. a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Hey, we got a Rex. You do. Oh. Hey. You do indeed. Well, this is like a full-on cabal. So, welcome, listeners, to a roundtable. Um, with this is a spur of the moment uh, RPG session canceled because someone doesn't feel good after their second vaccine shot. Uh, roundtable sponsored by uh, Moderna. No, <laughs> I think uh, Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer sponsored yeah. by Pfizer. Okay. <laughs> 
and we have um, the usual cast of characters. I think everybody has uh, been through the intros before. So um, content warning, um, we will swear, we will make juvenile contents. Uh, we will insult uh, people that probably should not be insulted. We will um, certainly say things that would get us canceled in many, many circles. So um, go ahead and just cancel us now by hitting stop. And, you know, if you're one of those people, it's fine. I, I, I accept your canceling and, and embrace it. I embrace, I embrace your right to yes, cancel Yes, that's us. right. It's a free market. So it's go ahead. Definitely, I fought for that right. You can you can take whatever you paid me for this podcast, and I will refund it to you. I didn't see my buddies die face down in the mud. <laughs> uh, what I really I really love is when people get upset about. I mean, you know, nobody really likes cancel culture, but I like it when people get upset about it. <laughs> Because some people really anyway, we're not going to go down that we're not going to go down that road. Um, yeah, don't get me started. Yeah, no, no. I was um, I was surfing conservative Instagram. Uh, oh no! Thursday, uh, Wednesday night. Is there, is there conservative Instagram? Oh, There's there is. Of... Let me tell you. Is it is wow. it on Instagram? And it's it was glorious. Like oh yeah, yeah. Subset? Okay. It's not like. Uh, yeah, I did some fact checking. I think or some other shitty website hosted in Russia. <laughs> no, it's 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 in there. You just have to find the, you know, you, you do enough fact checking and, and yeah. Facebook says, oh, you're interested in this. Mm-hmm. Let me show yeah. you more of this. And then, and then, yeah, that little thread unravels and yeah, and then it's a whole like, holy shit. I didn't want to know any of this. Uh, when you say conservative, are you using the traditional definition or the post 2016? <laughs> uh, post the, the current day. The current day. I, yeah. I'm living in the now. Yeah, okay. I, I think mo- like Jason and I may have been considered conservatives before 2016. I think so. I self-identified as one. Yeah. There's still hope for you, Jason. <laughs> there is, there is, I'm a libertarian at heart. I get nothing. You, you, There's no hope for me. Yeah, there is no hope for you, Doug. <laughs> Jason, I, I feel his uh, soul is still in play. Sorry. So I will not give up on him. I find I find this absolutely perfect. I love it. All right, oh, that's good stuff. What's everybody drinking tonight? Good call. What are you drinking, Siri? Oh, I, I have a uh, what is this? Clear American Cherry Limeade. It's it's uh, it's oh, magnificent. Not, not oh, impressive yeah. to any of you guys. Yeah. Okay. Is there any? Alcohol Maybe that's what there? I should be drinking. No, no, no. Okay. I had my vaccine, and you know, <laughs> I was listening to Jason's wife and staying away from. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Rex, what are you drinking? Currently, water uh, because I failed to put any tonic in the refrigerator because I mm. really want a gin and tonic now. I just don't want a room temperature gin and tonic. So. I see. Extra ice. Yeah. This is why everyone needs an uh, LN2 doer. So. Nice. I, I wasn't. You... I just never mind. No, go I ahead. Nothing. Well, I just I wasn't entirely sure if I was joining y'all until about. Understood. Three we, minutes we, I before mean, I joined. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, and if you need, like, once you've got like critical mass on the drink, you know, please make that. <laughs> I think we need to like invite Derek and Hollywood over here from the other game. 
they, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sure they're sauced just to. <laughs> How dare you? Who's hurt? I don't know. Herp is. It's, uh, I think, were they playing Bloody April? No, that's the other room. Anyway, who knows what they're doing? Uh, what the other one's, uh, Rick. Yeah, that's Rick Galley. Rick Galley. Oh, but we shouldn't use, you know, he hides himself on the internet, Jason. Do you remember that? Were you, you were, were you, were you there? That was at the first Consum World where we all, like 2015. How? Or is his name not Rick Galley? Because, no, no, his I, name, I, like, I, his, it, like, he, he's like, I've changed my name for the internet. Um, but his last name is still Galley. It's just his first name is not Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god dave dave was the one asking him this you know in his almost you know he was he was about 30 percent interrogation mode so you know nothing harsh but like yeah getting the answers out of him and and i just start just praying out laughing and and then rick just gives me the dirtiest look it was it was glorious <laughs> you mean and dave, dave was finding it hard not to chuckle as well i sometimes question if that's dave's name yeah that's true so I should have done more than change my first name when I joined the guild. <laughs> yes, yes, Colonel. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. Bob Gator. Dang it! Damn. <laughs> what you should have never done was uh, PayPal Join me the at the con because now I know your full fucking name, motherfucker. Uh, uh, yeah, he's terrible. He he sent me he sent me uh, rules for something had his name on there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You get to see you get to see all the horrible horrible pictures. I, I showed of him up at his house. I, I showed up at his house with a bunch of like Polish miniatures and shit. It was yeah, nice. <laughs> it was a horrible decision yeah. on his part. That's right. Yeah. Although although actually, C Rack, you're probably this like you're not gonna leave your house to go stalk someone else. You're just you're gonna stay home. You know, it's just too much work and like it's outside your house. So I, I can I think we're yeah, yeah. He, he, he drove an hour to to save like you know, six dollars on shipping. So <laughs> that's that an hour each way. No, so I, like I needed them. I needed them that night. I needed the yeah. horses that night. That's oh, the, yeah, that's what nice. happened. Yeah, nice. these these impulse impulse buys very. Yeah. Very I mean, had you not had you not come to the con, that transaction probably would not have gone down that way. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and uh, I am drinking. I got out my peach cinnamon infusion, which, by the way, is delicious. What is the base? Is that Everclear or is that tequila? I've done it in uh, gin also. It's Both are good. It's just the Everclear is quicker. Mm. <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> um, excellent. Excellent. And I have uh, a, a whiskey highball. Didn't I ask you? No. Yeah. All right. That's oh, all right. Whiskey highball. Very nice. Uh, excellent. Um, I want to give... I just went... PD just posted the Greyhawk uh, edited recording from last week. Um, is anybody? Is, am I going to spoilerize it for anybody on here? Uh, well, I haven't listened to it, but yeah, uh, I haven't listened. Uh, to it, but... but anyway, um, let's just say it was a like he, you know, he took us through an old module, um, uh, you know, maybe a month or two ago, and we got through that and. It, you know, it was it was great. Um, he and PD had to edit it because the old modules, you know, <laughs> they're they were they're, doing something. Yeah, they're yeah, they're you know they are what they are. The me our memories of them are perhaps better than they are today. Um, 
but then he made up the heat. So he took some of the backstory from my character and made an episode last time that made me so uncomfortable. I, I would argue, I think it's hard to tell at least, at least as uncomfortable as the Jason, uh, um, helmet and, uh, nice. uh <laughs> storyline in there. Now I want to go listen. Yeah, you really uh, did. You, did you give him consent before he did that, or he just uh, did it? I really feel like he did not ask for consent. I really feel like uh, we're going to need to insti- inst- institute an X card system. But then Jason's going to do it whenever we do doll. So uh, <laughs> our, our, I did. I said harder multiple times, but he just kept going. He just kept um, going. Oh man! But anyway, his no, started career is dead. It was good. yep. Um, but and then he he posted it and he put. Oh my god, uh, the closing song. Uh, I did. I feel like my character is going to like come to life, step out of the page, um, walk up to Pete and kick him in the balls, and then <laughs> kick me in the balls. I just feel like that's what she's going to do. It's great. That's, that's some good role playing, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, and then he and then he throws some guild lore in there at the end too. A, a little uh, solo. Uh, Easter egg. So, you know, you've got that to look forward to. So anyway, I wanted to give some kudos to Pete. Mm-hmm. He's doing a good job. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, well, oh, should we go through uh what we're playing and prepping? Oh sure. yeah. Um Rex, do you want to go first? Uh of course he asked me first. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's let's go with Jason first. Yeah, mine's Perfect. easy. Go ahead, Rex. No, no. But, uh, that's <laughs> he, said, he said perfect. Oh. <clears throat> no, I, yeah, I just didn't hear. Uh, we ha- what is that sheet called? A Cabal, AA, AAC Cabal RPG Tracker. There we go. Is that what Whoa. you're looking for? Yeah. It is. Um, so I'm only, because I, I, I did update it. Um, so t- tonight we are supposed to play or continue cyberpunk red um which i think we've kind of come to the conclusion that we're going to do probably two more sessions of um, i'm not in love with that game system i thought so, you were oh no no oh, okay. I, no I, you like the book it's just the, the system's not the favorite. book is great it's good value yeah. for that right. um but i don't like the system it's okay I, I, I was going to say, like, because, like, yeah, the system leaves me a little cold. I love the, I love the world that that's in the book and the one you've created. But yeah, the system, meh. yeah, and it's such a pain in the ass to prep. Um, yeah, because so there's each character has ten stats, and then you have skills that are associated with the stats. Um, and roll twenty doesn't make it very easy to enter all of that stuff so like prepping npcs or you know spoiler boss fights um it just getting all their stuff put together is just a pain in the ass and i just i'm i'm we're kind of outside of you know the the written adventure stuff and so i'm running it like a pbta game but it's not (laughs) it's it 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 doesn't want to be run that way um we're also uh Last Friday, I think, canceled Wandering Stars. Probably the last session of that for a little bit. Trying to get that rescheduled. 
uh, from the Kickstarter. And then kind of the shining light for my running is the old school essentials through Stonehell, which I'm really enjoying. And yeah, um, great. yeah, the players, you guys seem to be enjoying it. Nothing has happened, but everybody seems to be having fun. No, we've had combat. Like, people have died. Red shirts have died. Red shirts have died. People There's been combat. Died, man. Don't say nothing happened. You're minimizing yeah. their, their lives. But it's just, I mean, it just running it like an old school crawl has been so much fun. Um, and just kind of seeing the, you know, the, the things that get your guys' attention is really interesting. Um, there's, you know, level one is kind of basic, but there's there's more stuff to explore down deep. So I'm I'm excited to get you guys there. Uh, what am I prepping? I think after uh, Cyberpunk Red, I want. I think I'm. I, I think I've settled on Retropunk Duck nice. uh, as my Come next in. Cyberpunk game. Uh, I want to do like, more. Uh, I really like the guy who who wrote that. He's a, yeah, he's, he's good. He's good people. What he's a good. Name? He's a good uh, Fraser Simons. Fraser Simons. Yeah, okay. he's a good. Uh, good reads follow too. Oh, nice. He, oh, that's he, good. he reads a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, and then like Brindlewood Bay. There's some more Jersey 83 stuff I want to do. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of considering maybe pausing cyberpunk for a little bit or maybe play <clears throat> excuse me maybe play retro punk and then i'm, I'm kicking around maybe a, a mothership Ooh. game kind of do that same once a month mm -hmm. thing i don't know we'll see i'm in no position to plan anything right now so yep <laughs> <laughs> and my wife just got a job and that's it came oh, very close okay. to canceling old school essentials and Wow. But yeah, I think yeah, we I think we found a workaround. Sure. Yeah, she has night work. Um, I am playing in. Yeah, I know that'll be fine. Playing in. Let's see, Curse of Strahd, uh, Mark's Comrades game, Pete's Greyhawk game, Rex's Fall of Delta Green game, which we also. Have, well, I'll let Rex talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Ty's White event. Uh, oh, we wrapped. Did we wrap? No, we didn't wrap Monster of the Week. That no, hasn't been doodled. We, we, it's hanging out there. He needs to, he yeah. needs to do a doodle. Uh, Dave's Middle Earth GURPS game. Comrades. Uh, We're supposed to have a Comrades next week, maybe. Right? Potentially, yeah. Uh, and also Mark's World of Darkness mm. uh, Wraith game, which is freaking bananas. Because um, I know nothing about that world or that game, really, but he's doing a great job of just letting us I gotta listen. Not to that. know anything. It's, 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 it's a you weird and, world. Uh, and backdoor. Right? Oh, backdoor. Okay. Yeah, and then backdoor's sporadic uh, heist, the score game, mm -hmm. which is loads we of have, fun. We have our lost episode of that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Fucking yeah. yeah. God damn it. Grumble, I will grumble, get. The, I will get the recording for this. By the way, so. We need to have clear ownership of who gets recorded. <laughs> That's right. Chain of command. That's right. Mm. Very good. That's it. A lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite duck levels, but but no, I, I I couldn't I couldn't imagine. Couldn't handle. It. All mm. right. Uh, I'm not Rex. duck enough for that. <laughs> 
Uh, Rex or C-Rex, who would like to go next? Or you can make me go next. Uh, I, I can go now, because now All I right. have the spreadsheet pulled up. There you so, go. Okay. So running, what does the spreadsheet say I'm running? Um, <laughs> I am continuing to run. Is that all it uh, takes? Because I'm going to go edit your sheet right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not, not, no. Uh, I'm joking. Running Zweihander, the game that that uh, will never die, um, with uh, Duck and C-Rack and Art and Jesse. Uh, and uh, Kyle. And Kyle, yes, Kyle's joined. Yep, yep. forgot about that. Um, Fall of Delta Green 1963, which we've hit kind of a bump with because uh, when I set the game up, I pre-booked uh, all the sessions, um, and we've basically managed to create problems uh, in, in the last three sessions have all kind of fallen by the wayside. So... Now I don't have anything in the book, so we got to kind of regroup and figure out when we can schedule a burst of, of sessions to, to close that out. So um, that's all I'm currently running. Uh, I am prepping Conan 2D20, and I will cool. save discussing that for Duck's Topic because it it's, fits Duck's Topic. Which, uh, which one, just so I know? Like the game, two... the game oh, that you yeah. were like are most excited about but haven't run yet, type gotcha. okay. whatever that thing was. All right. Uh, I'm in Ty's One Ring. I'm in Duck's White Rock. I'm in Art's Deus Vault. Uh, I'm in Backdoor's Alien RPG, which is, I think, moving towards uh, end of season one, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, Mark's Comrade game. Uh, somebody in the guild is running a Twilight 2000 game. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. Duck Forbidden Lands game. I think that's everything that I've got listed as active. We're not going to go through right. my hiatus list. No. Uh, so. Okay. Very good. Uh, C-Rack, how about you? Yeah, so unlike all the rest of you guys, I don't need a spreadsheet figure out what the hell I'm doing. Uh, that means you're not doing enough. Uh, I'm already doing too much. It's, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I'm playing in uh, Ty's GURPS White event as myself, which is uh, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, also <laughs> playing, in, uh, playing in uh, Rex's uh, Zweihander campaign, strangely, also as myself. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a very good time. That's great. <laughs> To touch a meteor the other day, it was. Uh, I loved it. It's great. That's right. And, uh, I I love how we. I always feel like I'm disappointing Rex though, like because he always comes back and says like, oh, you know, like I don't like this system, or you sure you guys still want to play? <laughs> so I would feel like, like, like we come out of it like. <laughs> just, oh, no, she's uh, always I will put you at ease it's right hilarious. now. The only reason this game is still alive <laughs> is because of the players. So, <laughs> That nope. doesn't change how I feel, Rex. Just, okay. they, well, right. you That's just it. increased his guilt. You didn't decrease it yeah. at all, by the way. Okay. <laughs> then uh, we ran uh, Spirit of 77, which was oh, just yeah, a about that. fantastic experience. I will never forget about that. That that thing. Are you done? Uh, 
You can't be no, done. No, never, okay. never. So I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I had to, but to get Jason. One session. Inconceivable. Yeah, yeah. We don't do one <laughs> shots in one session in this, in this oh, Yeah, that's the thing, right? So I, I had to tell, like, to get Jason to join, I had to yeah, tell him it was only two sessions. And then in the middle yeah. of in the, middle of the game, he put on the channel. He did it. I I could yeah. conceivably wrap this up in another section session. I don't you know? believe like, that. We we spent thirty minutes in a hotel lobby, <laughs> just fucking around. You don't 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 pretend you knew it was going to be more than two sessions. Come on, come on. No, no, no. I, they're I already driving. They're already in a car. That's they're true. already in a car, right? And then, but Jason himself said in the middle of the thing, he's like, "Whatever you thought it was going to be, double it." So yeah. now I'm like, "Oh shit, I got to double it." <laughs> that wasn't permission. That was that was <laughs> criticism. Uh, <laughs> Critic. Oh, okay. well, I'll wrap it up in another. I'll wrap it up in one more if you want. You're That's in a car. It. You you crash. You all die. You crash. Yeah. Credits. No, you're you're already on your way. You're on your way to the place. It's fine. PBTA but, uh, it is capable to wrap PBTA if you. Yeah, it is possible. But uh, oh man, take four hours. It was it was, man. Everybody was doing voices. Uh, it was just, it nice. just blew me away. It was good. Yeah. So that Did that might be a lost recording. Hollywood in that one though. No, just just Hollywood. Okay. And Kyle and uh, and Jason. So was Kyle doing a voice? Uh, sort he was of. a little cooler than his normal oh, self. Hey. Yeah. Did we get a Kyle? Yeah, he's yep. here. Okay. You can ask him. I'm quietly him. listening. Excellent, excellent. Well, we're gonna you're gonna be put on the spot here in a minute. Get ready. Yeah. Because you have you been on one of these before, Kyle? No. Well, I, right. I felt I felt like this was a trap that was intended to get me to run something. <laughs> it might be. Will it work? If it'll work, I'll do it. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry, Sierra. Go ahead. No, that's fine. That's fine. And then, uh, yeah, somebody is running Twilight 2000. And uh, it's scheduled for like Wednesday or something. Uh, uh, it better my, not be Wednesday. It's sometime next week, though. It's very close. It's, yeah, it's, very, it's like the twenty third. If, it, if it's Wednesday, I got a problem because my Wednesdays are booked forever. It might be. Might be Tuesday. That's even might worse. Be Tuesday. Yeah. Because yeah. I we've decided to put Forbidden Lands on all the Wednesdays that White Rock doesn't take up. So just just give up on Duck on Wednesdays. Yeah, so uh, then, yeah, let's advance my panic counter by one day for yeah, prepping. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm really, I don't know, man. I, can, um, you, can you get us on Foundry by Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would, I had, your head would I had, so many, <laughs> I, I had so many ideas for this next thing you guys are going to do. I, and uh, a lot of them revolved around like a hex map. And that's I, I can't even get a hex map by by Tuesday. I'm I'm so buried yeah, in shit. I, I, I think well, I think you yeah, guys are going to have a fight, and then uh, I was I was imagining a big fight. I think it's going to be a big fight, but hopefully the fight part will we, go quickly. We can theater the minded, even though it's GURPS. It, it works. Don't worry, dude. Don't, yeah, don't stress. Yeah, we're here. just so, put us in there, and we'll bullshit, and it'll it'll be a blast. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have a plot point, a rather big one, so. We'll see how it nice. goes. Nice. Um, Some good yeah, stuff. but I, I don't know. Cut, I cut am, the Monday uh, night when we get the message from C-Rack. You know, I've been thinking maybe we should wait for the <laughs> second edition uh, or the you know free the, league edition to come out. Yeah. Because then I'll you, really you keep be, asking me. 
No, he's just, he's Rex just keeps asking me. me. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. Well, did you did you backed it, right? Yeah, I backed it, but just for like just for ideas. I, tell, I don't. I, I gotta tell you though, you. I will go on the record and say you will not be sorry because everything Free League puts out, especially in their Mutineer Zero system, which this is loosely based on, it, it's a good system. You will like it. Whether whether or not you ever run it, it will be good shit. Right. And you will be able to resell it if you want to, but it will be like you will get the books and you will get all the shit that comes with it and you will be like, I am glad I backed this. Yeah, but I, I have the PDF from Wargame Vault of all the old books. There's like mm. I already have more Twilight 2000 stuff yeah. that oh, I could never have. You can never have. I can't even get to the first book yet. I think we've had like five <laughs> sessions or something. I, yeah. I didn't even get to the first book. <laughs> like I'm not out of the original uh, sandbox, I'm, but I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're doing a good. That's how it is. We'll see how you feel after that. After Tuesday. After, after you kill off my character, character. lovingly crafted <laughs> character. <laughs> He, if he dies, know. he will have deserved it. Yeah, I mean, hey, don't you would have. That would be a hard one death. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all. Very good. Very nice. Um, so uh, let's do. Let's do Kyle's uh, quote unquote indoctrination. So Kyle, um, when someone comes on the roundtable, we um, we get out. We, we stand get out the circle. paddles. Yeah, we get out the paddles. We all <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another. Yeah. <laughs> we take you down to the basement. You know, the sheep's tied up there. Um, no, we uh, we ask you, it's just like the, the you know, the mama podcast, right? We kind of say, what's your, but in this case, RPG style, uh, what's your origin story? So, you know, like, how did you find out about RPGs? And, you know, what, you know, what were those um, basement uh, encounters like the first time, um, you know, RPG related, perhaps. Um, so, what is your origin story, Cal? Uh, I think well, I had an older brother who's three years older than me, and he had he was playing D and D like I think Redbox basic set mm-hmm. um, with a friend, and he taught me how to play, and then I played with my friends, and I think this was how old were you at this? Yeah. Third grade, so I don't know what is that nine, eight, something nine, like that. Yeah. ten, something like that. I think that's I think that's right in the sweet spot. Yeah, and uh, so that was what. So I got my start again, like red box basic set, and then played Keep on the Borderlands and Were you Search of the Unknown. Playing or DMing? Where's like your who was DMing? If it was, um, like... I I think like I remember playing Keep on the Borderlands, and then I ran the Lost City. I remember doing that. Nice with my friends and with the others, I'm not quite so sure. There was so, some... so your brother taught you, but then you played with like your friend, your group of friends instead. Yeah, of like okay, yeah, instead of the older okay. kids. Makes sense. Nice. And, and but I, it was, was probably it like high school. Eighty three red box. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, it would have been the modern red boxes. I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because it, it would have been. I don't know if they reprinted it. Because this would have been probably like eighty five or eighty six. Yeah, when I, I was think there were minor playing. variations, but it was the yeah. it was the newer, fancier art. Didn't have the yeah woman with the staff and the dragon and yeah. And so I so I played you know for a bit then and then took a break and I don't think I got back into it until second edition eighty and D in high school. 
So that that would have been early nineties. And then I had, I played in a campaign there. I didn't run anything in high school. I did run dark sun and everybody hated it because I stuck too close to the module. So they're like, they they wanted, I guess, more freewheeling creativity. And I was like, but but all this material has been provided. (laughs) I was like, fine. (laughs) We'll go back to playing, you know, whatever independent campaign that, the you know our typical dm ran so right and he ran he ran a good campaign we had right. we had fun yeah yeah i mean dark sun can be a little bit uh harsh if you're used to you know yeah i mean it was new nobody had played it new you know new right. setting yeah. everything nobody played it before which is what, uh, one reason i was sticking to the module because it was <laughs> yeah like newfangled territory but right and, and and it was designed to be harsh right so if you're not expecting yeah. that it can be uh can be uh uncomfortable very cool. All right, um, Kyle. So we also do uh, what you're playing. What and you know you're not running anything. But if you're prepping something, we would like to hear about that. But if you can talk <laughs> about what you're playing in, and what you're if you're thinking about prepping something. Yeah, playing in a lot of stuff, yeah. which is why people keep asking me to run stuff too. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So I've got yeah, we got Backdoor's Alien campaign, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Uh, we've got cyberpunk red um which is i think getting close to the end yeah jason said two more yeah clear um so both alien and cyberpunk red kind of getting close to just a few sessions and we're done uh spirit of 77 with c-rack jason and hollywood and like c-rack said that was a pretty incredible (laughs) experience (laughs) um and did C-Rack, did you say that you made, that may be a lost recording? In which case, oh. you, I may need to give you a password to access that recording. You need to give me like an account and a username. <laughs> special Patreon content. Exclusive, exclusive <laughs> Patreon content. Basically, I want everybody I know to listen to that. And I want nobody <laughs> I don't know to listen to that. How about that? <laughs> Uh, it, well, it is uh, for for the for the cabal. Everybody in the cabal should hear it because it is it was pre- premium. It was a premium premium experience. Nice. There was a whole soundtrack. It was glorious. <laughs> oh yeah! And now now you're selling me on it. Exclusivity, <laughs> limited time offer. <laughs> put it put it on sale for ten percent off. There's a hard there's a hardcover option too. Oh yeah. Jesus! Some embossing. Some embossing and. Yeah, bookmark. Is ribbon. there an early bird? Is there an early bird pledge level? Because I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask Jason how to run a Kickstarter. This is, this, Don't ask like, me. Yeah, if you want to know, like these are all trigger words for the duck. This is not, this is not rocket science. <laughs> I think there's exclusive artwork. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's I, all there. I, that a vinyl. Get me, that I'll make a vinyl. That doesn't get me as hard. Like I never do the little like posters and shit. So. I just, you know, if there's an exclusive like cover, I don't know why. Yeah, why does that get me? I don't know. It, it was, I think, just a case of everybody perfectly understanding <laughs> the material, like at every yeah. level. So it was good. It was it was cool. Um, and there's a uh, ties one ring, which I'm right. also in. There's a uh, uh, Rex's Zweihander. Right. Um, OSC. You're in Jason's OSC. Yes. Yes. Old school essentials. You're in Curse of Strahd. 
Curse of Strahd. Jeez, that's so much I'm in trouble remembering. Yeah. <laughs> comrades. Comrades. Is, comrades. Uh, next week, maybe. How many things is that now? Is that seven things? Yeah, that's a lot Jesus of Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what the hell's the matter shit. with you guys? So, <laughs> but, but the thing about Kyle being a player in your game is every doodle, he just marks every every day available. Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's great. The only thing yeah. that can the only thing that usually conflicts on the doodle is other games that I'm playing in. So Yeah, it's 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 that's, a lot that's of stuff. The life. That's the life, man. Mm-hmm. All right, well, welcome to the round table, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, and you are not the first non-GM on the roundtable, although we kicked them all out a while ago, but it's fine. <laughs> the purging. Yeah, there was a purge. We had, because I think Samer had been on one or two, and Gersh was on a bunch of them. Gersh was on a bunch, yeah. But then, you know, their 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 abuses were so egregious. Honestly, now, like like we've said many times, like we really don't need more GMs. We need more players. So you're, you're fine. <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I do love, I do love he's playing, playing in every game, so he yeah. is actually doing. He's uh, he's, he's doing his part. His his community community stock is at an all time high. Yeah, it it gets tough keeping track of all the characters. Actually, I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to remember. Wait, which which guy is the crazy adrenaline junkie versus the yeah. you know uh, uh, Eastern. So uh, transcendentalist yeah. kung fu. My trick uh, is to make them so different that it's easy to remember. <laughs> Like I have, no, I just play anime, myself. I have an anime girl, and then I have a psychotic, genocidal uh, medic maniac. So you know, you run the spectrum. <laughs> it's just it's just interchanging tropes after a while. Sure. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's always that. Yeah, that's what I do anyway. All right, good stuff. Um, so everybody except me has done that, right? I didn't miss anybody. Uh, and so, of course, I don't think, I don't know that there's anything unique um, that I am in that you guys are not in. Um, did you say Greyhawk? I mean, we talked about Greyhawk at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you said Middle Earth. Um, oh, I'm in a... Starforged. Uh, Starforged, yeah. Uh, uh, Pete A. and Rex and I did a world-building session for Starforged. Uh, we need to get back to that. That looked that seemed pretty cool because Pete yeah. A and I had done an Iron Sworn and I really enjoyed that system. Um, so that's that's out there, uh, still kind of in limbo. Um, yeah, everything else is that I'm in that I'm playing in has already been mentioned, uh, of course, and and I'm only running two things, uh, which feels okay. I mean, they're both on; they're going to be both on a every other week schedule. Uh, and that and that's great because before I would have like these weeks where I'd have three sessions I was running, that's not a lot of fun. I mean, granted, like one or two of them would be PBTA, and you know, that's th- those are like if you you know those are easier to wing, especially with the players that we have in the cabal. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, so I'm running White Rock, which Rex mentioned, uh, and we've moved that to Foundry uh, Tabletop, which is a, a system that we've all kind of. We all did the uh, tulip thing and jumped in on, uh, and so far I think it's holding up pretty well. People are enjoying it. Um, and Forbidden Lands, uh, which is a, a free league system, which um, I'm enjoying the system quite a bit, and the uh, players are great. Uh, and it's just a hex crawl, and we're pulling out of the the game master's guide for the material from a village that they're in. And uh, yeah, Ty, uh, well, spoiler alert, 
I won't say it. Somebody, somebody, uh, there was, there was some combat last time and, and combat in forbidden lands is, uh, pretty fucking deadly apparently. So, and, and backdoor dropped out of that, which hurt my heart a little. Um, so, but his character is the fighter. So we didn't actually kill off his character <laughs> until last session when we tried our damnedest, like he was going to be dead in six hours, but then they heal him. So, you know, whatever. Good stuff. Um, I don't think I have much more. Oh, I was going to say that I'm in a Troika. Uh, Anthony and I were in players in Derek's Troika one shot, which of course is more than a one shot. Um, which is Troika is just crazy. Uh, but I was enjoying it. So we, we need to finish that off sometime. But, you know, we've got to find a Saturday when Anthony can do it. And well, Anthony can do most Saturdays. We've got to find a Saturday when Derek and I can both do it. Um, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Has, so. has there been a one shot in the guild? Like ever a legit one shot? Maybe that wasn't DCC, I guess. Yeah, I was just going to say. I don't even I, think I, we've I done like a single session DCC. There no, have we been. did. We did. It was mutant crawl something, whatever. It was space. Yeah, yeah. That Big one. Star right? crawl. Back to work. That was star crawl. That was me. I ran star crawl and we, uh, yep. and the spaceships and, you know, I had a whole bunch of other, there's a bunch of shit that I had prepared, but we basically just did, I wanted to try out the space combat. We did that and people, and like, and it was great. You guys like fucking nuked the whole thing at the end. It was. Yeah. But by you guys, you mean backdoor. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's I mean, quite helpful of him to kill us all. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Hey, I thought you ran a one-shot Trilemma Adventures. That's right, Anthony. Oh, I think I was Kyle. in that. <laughs> yeah, you were in that. That was right around Christmas, to, uh, pre-COVID. That was like December yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I TPK'd. Like, I was going to say, I think we all Anthony, died in that. Anthony gives me shit. And like, oh, you TPK'd me. I'm like, did I? I'm like, if it's a one-shot, does it really count as a TPK? <laughs> I mean, Live I or die, I it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's going to be over. like, that's one way to make it a one shot. It's like you're dead. But, you know, you got all the way through it. You just died on the last in the last scene because it was a boss fight, you know. And we did uh, Dungeon Roll for that. Yeah, the bed dragon. It was a bed dragon. <laughs> it was some sign of wyvern or something. Anyway. Yeah. I felt it was thematically appropriate. I thought I thought it was a, a fitting and sad, somewhat sad end. That was good. But, you know, maybe Anthony doesn't agree. Who knows? Um well, excellent. Uh, so I had two topics. It sounds like I, we could just combine them. I, there's there's some overlap there um, uh, for the roundtable. Um, probably the second one may be the more interesting one. So the topic was, um, what is the setting or system you have never run, uh, but you would like to run the most and uh, why? And then the other idea for a topic was solo RPGs. Uh, because for a while, I didn't know if it was going to just me, be me and Jason. I figured that would uh, speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a solo roundtable, almost. Solo roundtable. Yeah, a <laughs> duo solo, solo roundtable. Um, but perhaps the system you want to run is Ironsworn, so then it could be both. Um, why not both? But I like, the, I like, the, uh, like the, the dream system or dream setting. It could be setting, too. Setting, I think, may even be more interesting. Because uh, everybody, like, I have a few. I, I don't have to. I'm gonna have to take some time to think about it. Because um, I've got some. Yeah, you know, I've got many dreams. You think about these things. Um, what do you guys think? Or if someone prefers another topic, I'm willing to listen. Also, um, we could do what to do when somebody's 
family wants to go on spring break and they cancel <laughs> not one but two sessions of two different games. Is this a, uh, someone you, who, you, you were right. a victim of that? So you yeah, this forbidden right man. now. The, the, the Reverend. Mm-hmm. Reverend Snuffer. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that might come across as a petulant. Uh, <laughs> just, a, just a tad topic. So, yeah. so we shouldn't do that. <laughs> he, although I, I'm not super upset for Forbidden Lands because he did when, when, when we were talking about that date, he warned me like it's, it's iffy for me. So, right. I feel like I was, I was warned, and I said okay. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that topic too. <laughs> what we hate about Ty, and what, what should we do about Ty? <laughs> Um, well, let's do the, uh, if, since nobody's jumping up, uh, let's start with the setting or system you never want to run. And I feel like Rex is primed and ready to go on this one. I am. Go for uh, it. Yeah. But, so I am prepping Conan 2D20 because it is a system that I've had for two, three years that has been uh, of interest to me. And I've wanted to run it, and I I knew that there was probably no chance that I would get the locals to do it, and there wasn't very good Roll Twenty support, so I I knew that if I had to do like a bunch of heavy lifting to try to make Roll Twenty you know work, that it just wasn't going to happen. It was going to become too much work to do it. So. Uh, you know, I, I'm on the, the foundry tulip craze like uh, everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like looking around for systems and foundry. And then like, I'm like, that's weird. Does this say Conan 2D20? <laughs> like three days ago, they just, you know, and it's interesting. It's not a, uh, Free League has jumped fully in on foundry. So they will, they have officially branded you know, the core rules and some of their modules that, that you uh, you pay for, but then it gives you, uh, you know, pretty much everything you need to run their games uh, without a whole lot of work. Um, so you think that's fair, Duck, about the free leaf? I was, I, and yeah, I was actually not, we need to be like uh, YouTubing this because I was nodding. Yeah, I agree. Because I've ran Forbidden Lands for the listeners uh, last week with, with, but with buying the free league module for Forbidden Lands. And there was some stuff I had to do, but it was just stuff I wanted to add on. The stuff they provided was generally, and all the problems were with me and understanding how Foundry worked, really. Their stuff was great. Yeah. So uh, now this is uh, Modiphius has blessed this. Um, uh, you know, fan made uh, rule set and, and said it's it's fine. Go ahead and do it. So I've started playing around with it. It looks like it's going to work pretty well. My, my other hesitations were um, that as I've tried to read the rules on a few occasions, um, it, it just it just the way they're presented. I think makes it more work than it really is. And actually, I'm in a couple of Conan groups on Facebook, and multiple people have commented, you know, I really struggled reading it. And then once we started playing after, you know, a session or two, it, like, it all clicked, and it's really pretty easy. They just 
they didn't do a great job of explaining their ideas. Um, and it was probably trying to think, I guess Mutant uh, Chronicles was their big 2D20 before that. So this is really their second go at it. Um, and they've done it a, a number of other times. And I think they're getting better and better at how to present that rule system each time they do an iteration of it uh, with a new setting. So, you know, I really like, and what I like about it is this is Conan from the Howard stories. This is not the movie Conan, mm-hmm. although arguably if you get past Schwarzenegger's acting, um, there's probably a lot in the Conan movies that actually is, is pretty good for Howard, but but it's not the pastiche. It is original uh, Howard uh, uh, approach. So my goal, knock on wood, is to run it the way he did his stories. So have maybe a two or three session, uh, you know, basically a story, run it. And then when it's done, prep the next one. You know, three, four, five months later, run another one, two, three sessions, and no character continuity necessarily. If somebody wants to carry a character over, that'd be fine. And no meta plot, no, um, you know, rigorous adherence to, well, you know, this this can't be true now because, you know, you had this game where this happened. Uh, just try to avoid all of that stuff that I end up falling into when I run a game where I worry about, you know, the continuity and, you know, it wouldn't it be cool if this thing here could, you know, two games later become a thing. No, just run it like you're reading a Howard short story. You know, you just pick your book up, you read it. It's an adventure. There's a thing. You go and you deal with the thing and you have fun and you're heroic and, uh, and, and very – much with an eye towards sword and sorcery as opposed to high fantasy um, stuff. So that's what I'm excited about running, and that's what I'm actually working towards running. Cool. That's and awesome. That's what a good is idea. The, what is the draw of 2D20? Um... Um, the fact that I've got a crap ton of the PDFs <laughs> um, <laughs> from the Kickstarter is probably the draw. Okay. Uh, the is it just because they did Conan in this system? There's no, it's not yes. the self that drew you. Okay, correct. Uh, I played. I you know I stepped outside the guild. I don't know Star if that's Trek. been divulged on on Cabal, but um, and played in a buddy's uh, Star Trek Adventures, which is based on the 2D20 system, and it was okay. But I think um, I'm so used to playing inside. The guild now where i think we've kind of developed a style to how we run our games and, and how things play that I, there was just a little bit of a disconnect between me and um the rest of the players not, not in a bad way it just i also yep. wasn't sure if that system worked really well for star trek it's very popular i mean they it's got to be one of their best-selling products um yep. and they continue to churn stuff out I just wasn't sure mechanically if it really worked. So I can tell I you mechanically work about well, it. So. Cool. Okay. 
Oh, that's good to know. So it's the Conan. I and I knew you had done the Conan. So it's more show. about the the setting. Yeah, it, it is more about and the, the setting. The and, and here's it. I do. I'm cautiously optimistic that um, the system is going to kind of deliver uh, on the on the way a Conan story often unfolds, where maybe Conan initially has. And so it's clear you're not playing Conan in the the game. You're playing other people in the setting, you know, with similar type uh, backgrounds. Uh, but those stories, you know, oftentimes he may have, you know, an initial problem and he runs into something and he's actually struggling and the things are not looking good for him. And then as the drama increases, you know, uh, very often he does just some badass Conan shit and, you know, there you go. So, you know, the game has a mechanism, a momentum a mechanism where you're basically banking extra successes and they become points to fuel stuff. You can also, um, if you need to roll additional dice, you can give the, the GM uh, doom points to roll extra dice, but then the GM can use those doom points to do stuff where you could use momentum. So it really seems to support that idea of high action, um, but not gonzo, but high action, high drama, uh, combat doesn't seem like it's going to be long and drawn out. It's going to essentially be like Forbidden Lands combat where you you might one-shot somebody, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I am cautiously optimistic about the system. Uh, and because I have spent a lot of time like reading about it and watching reviews of it. Unlike Zweihander, I, I think I'm coming in with my eyes wide open. So I don't, I don't, I, I think part of the problems with Zweihander I have is just, I built it up in my mind. It was going to be, you know, just completely awesome and completely great and this, that, and the other. And it's good a lot of things, but there are things about it that I don't like. And I think I'm, I may never be able to forgive Zweihander for, <laughs> for letting me down so okay i've talked for a while so other people should we, talk. we hold grudges yeah <laughs> i yeah i mean i feel your pain with uh with this why hander because i'm in it and I, I mean i don't i haven't had to go through what you've gone through um but i know i can i kind of feel like i have a sense of uh what you're expecting and um and how it let you down and not, yeah. you know, I don't have the visceral appreciation that you do, obviously, but yeah. And it's not bad. It just, no, just, yeah. It's, that's the it, problem with expectations, right? Yes. It, it led me to think it was going to be an A experience and it's, you know, probably a B minus. B minus is pretty good. B minus is not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's above average. Just not A. So. Okay. That's me. Very nice. Yeah. So you're still <laughs> thinking, uh, the 31st you're going to try and put that uh, on the calendar or you're just... i might okay i i might i i want to see how far i get uh this i've got two of the four pre-generated characters because the first one i'm going to run is a uh is there free rpg day scenario from nice yeah well those would that'd be a great one shot probably yeah so um so i've got two of the four pre-gens loaded in and i'm, I'm you know learning how kind of foundry does stuff along the yeah. way so cool uh cautiously optimistic i'll be ready to run it in two weeks nice wow 
good stuff. All right. Would anyone like to? I, I assume that's your your. Uh, that's your the big... one that immediately leapt to mind. Jumped. I'm sure as y'all talk, I could. Uh, yeah, you can resurrect like another old flame and say, "Oh, wait a second. What about this? Yep. Look at that." Anyone else want to? Anyone else have something that's just burning in their heart that they need to share? Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, yeah. I can go. Oh, go ahead. Um, and I mentioned it earlier, but. It's the bane of my existence, every zine quest. Um, and I have so much of the stuff. I feel like I need to play it. And I really like the system. I like D100. Um, I want to run Mothership. Oh, right. I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> I don't know, you know, if it's... Because <sighs> I guess, like, from what I've read, Mothership in a campaign perspective, it gets a little, like... Well, why are we? You know, every every ship we land on is awful. Every place we go sucks. Let's why are we still doing this? Yeah, yeah let's yeah. just go home. Right. Um, so I think I think there's some some ways around that. Um, I think the box set is actually coming out on Kickstarter sometime soonish. Oh, don't tell me that, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't know how soonish, but I think before the end of the year, um, which. I'll yeah, go all in on, yeah. So, and they're working on things like ship combat and oh. um, things oh. like that. So, <laughs> so maybe I'll wait until that's done. But again, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe, you know, like Rex was talking about. Maybe it's a an episode or a episodic. I mean, you've got. I mean, your I mean, your Solson Quixote is like it's that right. style. It's a little more goofy, I think, than Mothership tends to be style-wise, but it's the same general theme. It's certainly mothership adjacent for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so yeah. And so and Wandering Stars was because I wanted to run weird space stuff and I wanted it to be lighthearted. I wanted to be able to run like, hey, here's a city of rat people. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's do that. Here's like a dungeon of weird termite people you guys think of behind the curtain there's some weird shit behind the curtain um (laughs) and and, i saw the drawings (laughs) oh yeah yeah well i mean Um, i'm gonna get the book so i'll I'll learn it eventually that's true yeah it's gonna be in i forgot about that (laughs) i forgot this will be public information (laughs) yes (laughs) that we paid for that's that's weird that's right your backers demand that's right um and so, and and maybe it goes back to Wandering Stars, but there's something in that that mothership system that that really speaks to me. Um, and I do, I have kind of had a hankering to run like uh, horrific stuff, I guess, like that tense, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, psychological horror right. kind of thing. And that all the adventures are just are just great. So that might, I'm going to bring it again to the con this year. Um, maybe just run a one shot of it and then kind of see how it goes. But that's, that's the one that I keep coming back to. I buy all the, all the, not everything, but I buy a lot of dumb stuff for it. Sure. Yeah. And actually that um, we, we played a, a mothership module in Solson Kyotre that, yeah. 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 
yeah that uh that weird space station with all the drugs and it it wasn't an official module but it was it was meant to be played in mothership and i think it was more appropriate for our our little game but there's there's just so much there yeah um to kind of play around with nice nice yeah that's a good one and then just as like a maybe someday it 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 comes up every once in a while i I look at the book and "Ah, i'll never run it but the um, Fofford and Gray Mouser DCC stuff, the Lankmar DCC yeah. setting, yeah, there, there's something about that. I love those guys, and and again, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to play Fofford and Gray Mouser. Of course, I don't do it in DCC with official stuff. I I would do it in Dungeon World. Yeah, but well, I mean, you looking can take at the DCC modules and run them in Dungeon World, no problem. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. That's what I was um, just thinking. You, you, yeah. Dungeon World is the system. Like your thing you did with Ty and Pete is the way to do that. And that's that's it was directly inspired by that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And and so maybe I'll just do that instead of running official stuff. But yeah, but yeah, just read through the modules and and you yeah, know, pull, the, pull the art out, pull the maps out, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and and then sandbox it based on shit in between. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that would be leave, awesome. Leave blank spaces. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm gonna be uh, Farford. Anyway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's it for me. Good. Those are well. Those are quality ones. I, and Rex's one was awesome, also. So, yeah. I think the stuff that we dream about running is. <laughs> it is interesting, right? It's, yeah. yeah. And and I who have, else? Go ahead, remember Rex. my other one in case you need to fill fill my okay. well, airtime. Let's give uh, <laughs> uh, Kyle or C Rack. I think C Rack, you had one on the tip of your tongue, right? I, I do have one, yeah. So, uh, but I, I would say that Spirit of 77 is kind of a dream to run. Like, yeah, like yeah, oh, I'll that's perfect, that right? Yeah. So, so there is that, but I'm running it, so it's no longer a dream. Yeah. Uh, the other one is the original thing I thought I was going to do when I signed up was to run that 40K one. And now that I know that Kyle mm-hmm. is a 40K junkie, and I know that Backdoor is <laughs> starting to you dip his toes in the water. Yeah. I read the fucking book, dude, and I'm like, oh, this isn't I know. bad. I, I was ready to go. Read a book about it. I yeah. know. Yeah, I just Wait. didn't think I was competent enough to pull it off. With GURPS 40K? Is that what? Yeah, that's what, what he was going to do. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So well, it was, actual, it was dark. Like, whatever the, the Cubicle well, 7. Uh, is it Cubicle well, 7 has like 40K three, now? They got three of them. Yeah. There's a whole, yeah. There was, well, now there's like some weird cartoon one. <laughs> yeah, the, the FFG one, I got I got a bunch of those books, which is okay, but it, it's a D100 thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I I uh, can GURPS see GURPS. how that works, but yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. There's a GURPS conversion, so we could just do it there. I don't want to learn any more rules. That's the last yeah. thing in the universe I want to do. Well, I, I think if I played... You see sheets into Foundry, man. That's all. That's what you got to do. It's all. That's what you need. Yeah. Oh, and I would I, uh, I would never run GURPS like C-Rack runs GURPS, but I love hearing you guys geek out oh, on the great. rules yeah. while you're playing Twilight 2000. Because <laughs> you guys like, love GURPS Yeah, so the aspect much. of GURPS and, and C-Rack's gun nuttery are like, you know, right, yeah. right together. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly what I'm going to disappoint everybody with on Tuesday, though, because I none of that is in my head right now, and I, oh, I was going to write a I, big sheet point, about it. Point, that was that was kind of the startup, and now we've like we've got we're invested in the characters. Hey, you settle fine. in, yeah, yeah, we're settled yeah. in. It'll be fine. 
I mean, remember, Dave is probably the one running the most GURPS right now. And, and you know, his role is you just everything's a 13 in your role. I mean, we That's played right. our last Middle Earth session. Like, <laughs> I even, I prepped, like, I went and reviewed my character and, like, I made a flow chart for how, like, I rearm, you know, so, like, how I draw an arrow and cock it because I've got all this special shit. And, like, what happens if I fail this role and this role and this role? And then I didn't get to use it at fucking all. So Dave was full in, uh, and it, but it was still a fun session. So, you know, there can be theater of the mind mode. It's fine. We, you just need to have the session. Don't, and they're modes. They're modes. We'll, we'll, we'll no, make I'm, not, I'm not backing out. I'm just going to, I'm just prepared to disappoint you all. That's what. Well, you know, that's, that's always true. So don't worry about it. Yeah. We expect it. All right. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. 40K. Like, yeah, I, I did enjoy that book. I mean, I didn't go looking for other stuff just because I think in my, like, this is just You my didn't book. paint any models? No. <laughs> paint your hero figure. Yeah, no, I, 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 like, yeah, I think if I got into minis, that would be really bad. Um, oh, you know, my you gosh. Know how I like well, that. Yeah. Backdoor, backdoor is laying a path for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I'm resisting with all my heart because. How not to fall into the mini strip. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he started, as soon as he started, I knew where this was going. It's like yeah, a, it really went hard. Yeah. Like, hey, did you hear about Curse City? And then, oh shit. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I suspect miniatures are what killed his interest in Forbidden Lands. I think that little bitch took him away from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, so, whatever. I'm not better. Yeah. So here's the only counterpoint, Duck. Um, you know. Many of these models are uh, limited editions, not to be uh, <laughs> printed later. So if, if you it's don't print them now... I'm, no, you can get an SDL file. It'll be fine. I'm not worried. Uh, it's okay. all reconstructable. Okay. You can actually get, like, uh, on the, the dark places that I go, there's a lot of SDL files for a lot of shit. So. You got you to gotta show me that, because I, uh, I don't have place to store all of the stl files because they're shockingly large oh uh, yeah no i don't i don't download them i just see that they're there and like yeah okay because they're huge make a yeah. mental note yep. yeah because uh, and this is the other reason aside from the fact i'm pissed off at comcast for the amount i pay and how shitty my speed is like i looked at my because i was so i was looking at my bill i'm like oh shit i'm about to hit the march cap and it's march 18th oh my god so um, yeah, I need to get off fucking Comcast because, yeah, or just stop downloading so much tentacle porn. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, that's not really an option, is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, How did they make enough to satisfy you? <laughs> well, you, just, you know, I mean, you can you can only have about three streams fed directly into your brain at once and still get like a full chub. So, uh, <laughs> it's, you know. It's just, it's a bandwidth limitation of my brain. That's all. Uh, <laughs> I'm just flashing to this, this scene. It's like a warehouse somewhere in East Asia. <laughs> and, <laughs> and these people in their rubber tentacle suits, and the director just screaming at them right now. Our fans demand more. You have to do this better. One <laughs> of the, the treasures of knowing Duck. That's right. Things you never right. thought you would have speculated about. And the funniest thing is, like, tentacles do absolutely nothing for me. So, but you know, I like I like anime, and then that's 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 the meme. So I'm like, yeah, I'll lean into it. it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, you. I mean, the anime I do watch 
you know, I, I, I don't mind a little, uh, a little risqueness in my, in my anime. Um, I do like, I will watch it on my phone instead of putting it on the TV. When my wife's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's shame. It's all fine. <laughs> oh my gosh, my skirt fell off. What am I going to do? <laughs> my face, I tripped and I fell and my face planted in between your breasts. Oh no. Again, <laughs> for the 100th time. But, you know, it's funny every time. All right. Uh, anyone else want to got a, a dream that they want to share? I think for me, um, I, I bought a few years ago, I got um, Horror on the Orient Express. Uh, the Call of Cthulhu, the other, the huge giant box set that Chaosium yeah. put out. Yeah. And that's just sort of like a fantasy because I love every element of that setting. I love the Cthulhu stuff. I love the early 20th century setting. It's on a train. It's yeah. on like the most famous train going through Europe. Just, I don't know, yeah. so much goodness in that uh, in that whole setting. So and that would be sort of a dream. Is it, is it, is it, I mean, it's, it's legendary, that module. Is it really like, is the material good? Does it look like it'd be easy to run? Uh, not, definitely not easy to run. Mm. I don't think it's, there's a lot of moving parts to it, but, but there's like handouts and shit. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is, it is a full RPG campaign experience. And so, you know, for to have it run anything since high school, it, like, it, it feels <laughs> like, it would be daunting. It might be a little bit on rails. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo! I'll be a try the veal. <laughs> but I wow. think so. So that's like just fantasy land. I mean, it's sitting on my shelf. You know, it's more yeah. like it's more like fiction at this point than you know fiction to read than than something to actually do. Uh, um, Ralph's uh, Call of Cthulhu at the con in twenty nineteen. Yes. No, I were. Yeah, the yeah. One, the one where we were agents. I was the IRS right. guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The IRS guy, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, the way Ralph runs COC is the way. Like I would aspire to run COC. That's yeah. the most terrifying villain I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, Kyle is an IRS agent. Yeah, it was, he's perfect. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, an IRS agent fighting uh, fighting Cthulhu. You know, he's like, it was fun. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, and, I think I'm, I'm rooting for Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like we could trigger C Rack. Maybe we need to get him in. Horror <laughs> mm. is not for me. <laughs> hey, as long as Cthulhu has a presence in the United States, all of his assets are taxable. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> may have pointed that out in game I feel like I feel like Kyle's character could be like pointing at a form it's like you can't leave this blank oh, stop the, him the, right in his tracks the forms the forms humor was like my the key part was, of the whole experience right, I remember like, it, now. Yeah, it, it was, was just key, keying on the fact that no no you need to do this form and then this form like it was a, Mitch, a running joke yeah we and you know Matt was in that and Mitch Mitch was so drunk I think he like walked hammered. away for a while and <laughs> Mitch was like the big heavy like uh like machine gun uh like military guy right yeah it was hilarious it was hilarious and Dave, Dave and I were the leaders. <laughs> yep. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? We actually got along pretty well. We got along pretty well. Um, so yeah, it, it it was a great session. And but what I like, 
I'm just saying, like, aspirationally. And I think Ty did a great job with World War II Cthulhu. Yeah, that, I mean, because I'd wanted to play Call of Cthulhu, so I'm glad I got in on the World War Cthulhu yeah. campaign, because that was a lot of fun. I really that enjoyed it. And it's, it's, you know, some people don't like the D100 type system, but I was fine I with it. I, I really don't like the D100 system, but I had a blast. And then, But the way Ralph ran it, like, there were some things he did that, like, I, if I ever ran Call of Cthulhu, I would definitely do, which is, like, the... The, you know, the like if you have like 60 or more in a skill, most of the time you're not rolling, right? You're, yeah, yeah. you know, unless it's something at all challenging, right? If you got 60 more points in a skill, you're gonna get it most of the time, right? And he, yeah, but Ralph doesn't hesitate to just give you shit instead of going right. through the, the embarrassment of somebody with a high skill failing the rule and then being right. stuck and on how you're supposed to get past whatever. Yeah. yeah, like a critical clue, like the gumshoe yeah. problem, right? Where like a critical clue is not revealed to you because everybody failed. You know, like in World War II Cthulhu, like you all failed your perception roll, though. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, so, so aspirationally, I would, uh, liking, liking the system enough, the, the, the uh, horror on the Orient Express would be good. But more realistically, like... I think Spelljammer would be interesting to run because that it's some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> like there, it is. It is just a weird setting. I, I, that nostalgia overwhelms. Like Jason's got me turned on to the like elves in space is bad thing. Um, kind <laughs> of... No elves in cyberpunk. Well, I've taken your elves in cyberpunk, <laughs> but it, elves in space are bad. So that's, that's the ducks. But Spelljammer somehow gets past that because it's like, oh, it's from before, you know, it's when from the was before times. <laughs> from the before times. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't try, it's not like you're on a, you know, you're on the Nostromo uh, and you've got an elf on there. No, you're on like a fucking sailing ship, you know, among the stars. So that's, you know, you're, or you're sailing between the planes. I think that's how Spelljammer gets away from it in my mind but yeah well i mean it's still space but it's like it's you know like your your eberron or faroon or yeah whatever the different worlds are you're you're not trying to merge starfinder like starfinder rubs me the wrong way um because it's trying to merge the hard sci-fi with spells and stuff and it just doesn't like spell jammer doesn't we're not it's not really hard sci-fi like okay you've got vacuum but that's about it yeah and and there's like the gravity how gravity works on the the ships and stuff is interesting too but the the but it's it's a way to create like this metaverse for all the different D &D settings because it just puts them on different worlds that you can just literally just sail to basically (laughs) yeah it's good stuff so i I don't know it would be be interesting dark sun yeah that's that's the other yeah, I that's my that's my actual up. dream. Yeah, yeah, we were, so yeah. I, did, I, I didn't I include running. it. I didn't include it because I, I actually quote unquote ran Dark Sun, so yeah. I, I asterisked that. But that would definitely be another another yeah. fantasy to run a Dark Sun campaign. I think I think if running it as adults, knowing what we're getting into, it would and you know it would be much it would be enjoyable. I, I would do it. I'm, I've I've always enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and Gersh teased us so horribly. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. He did indeed. Um, I'm trying to think of what, like, I have many things that I aspire to, um, probably the one, the one that, and I, and we even did a world building session with me, Pete and Jason, um, uh-huh. and we were going to, and it was the kind of the post-apocalyptic in the ogre universe, GEV jockey thing. 
and it was going to be, uh, and it still might be, um, you know, kind of, I was going to make it mission based, right. So people could drop in and out. Um, and, uh, and, and it kind of morphed into a red Dawny kind of thing, which made it even better when we did the world building. Um, so that's probably my highest and, and because, um, Foundry VTT has, uh, as I learn more and more better and better to GURPS integration, uh, you know, it was always going to be GURPS, but that's a draw also. So, and, uh, you know, you know what I what just, what occurred to me, cause I was thinking about things I was wanted to work on. And one of the things was I wanted to work on a kind of a, um, flow chart, uh, AI kind of response system for people, um, traveling across like a, a wasteland, perhaps pursued by, um, a large group or, you know, trying to infiltrate a large group. Uh, that was going to be my Zine quest. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I should have said Zine quest. Zine. Just three. Zine. No, no, you definitely should have said Zine quest. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I thought they always were Zines. Yeah, it's a Zine quest. Um, that was going to be one of the things I, and I actually have notes behind me here where I still have it on there, but we do need, this popped into my mind. We need to bring that back. Cause I actually have notes also on my DCC adventure. I think Hollywood's, done his but then he stopped bugging us so i don't know if like he thought we were like that he made us feel good anyway we got to get that back going again so so yeah for for all you guys who like we were talking about not and we're not going to do it through kickstarter we're probably just going to put a a a zine together and um like make it on lulu or somewhere where you go pay drive through or something drive through yeah well drive through doesn't do the you know they've, they've changed their printing options but we'll see wherever Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they don't do the center staple, whatever it's called, um, which kind of is a bummer. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we we still have that out there. So uh, if you have something like a, you know, five-ish page a short adventure or like uh, a bunch of random tables or something that uh, is related to the Cabal and you want to throw it in there, um, you know, just holler and we'll... There's a rocket channel. Uh, it's been pretty quiet, but we need to get that going again. So, um, yeah, I actually pulled my hex map out the other day. Nice. nice. Just need to keep. Well, I mean, you went off and did your own Kickstarter, so like you feel like I feel like you've got your creativity jamming. We all have to catch up to you, I think. But I mean, of course, you're well. You have to put something in our in our design also. Got but, to. All right. Um, yeah. So that. Yeah. That. That red dawn, like, you know, where you're in a uh, ground effect vehicle, you know, maybe maybe you're in a like a three person team or something and you go out on a mission. Um, that would be that's my aspiration. Um, yeah, our characters are really cool. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I think. And, you know, there's the whole I like I had a whole bunch of like in, I had done the Gygaxian uh, whatever. What was that thing you had? Uh, oh, yeah. The. Yeah, what was that called? 75, Gygax 75, something like yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. For, yep. yeah. And, you know, I listed my influences and that was, it was super helpful actually. So like, you know, I've been, I watched a little Rat Patrol and um, anyway. Uh, so that's still out there. Uh, the other one, like I do, like we still, I've done Traveler with the, the Westie guys and I've always promised the Eastern <laughs> group um, that I was going to do it in that. That one day, and you know, I've talked about this on the Cub Ball Roundtable before, but like, I have this 
and I have my stars without number stuff. And I actually even have started on a Python program that like will automatically roll through the faction, um, like fighting things. And oh, that's cool. All the background stuff. It's, yeah, it's very, very, very basic. But like that would be that would be the best. You know, just have a have create a world, have factions like fighting each other, and then that you know that output just gets like oh yeah, you walk by the news the you know the news reader and it has these headlines on it. Um, that's what I want. That that was that's my dream. All right. Anyone else? Rex, you got another one, right? I do. Uh, I was I'm in my hobby room. And I glanced over and I saw my collection of Legend of the Five Rings uh, role-playing stuff. I'm like, oh, yes. That's probably my heartbreaker. Because uh, I just don't know that that's ever going to get run. Because... Uh, is that like the ninja thing? What is that? It is... Yeah. It, so Legend of the Five Rings um, was originally a collectible card game created by AEG back in the early, mid-90s, you know. So it was chasing after Magic the Gathering. And it was set in a uh, a mythical setting, but it heavily inspired by uh, samurai culture and Asian mythology. Uh, of course, now you I'm can... I'm just watching Rex tentatively tiptoe through the words here. Yeah, because in fact, you now can uh, go find podcasts and YouTube videos where people uh, rip the current version that Fantasy Flight has put out um, for its cultural appropriation. And, Some guy just yeah. uh, today had to take down, uh, like he had just posted like Asian spells and like had to take it down. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it so... So it's it's a fantasy version of Samurai Japan. You have uh, the great clans, and you have an emperor who basically is a pawn of the great clans, and there's politics, and there is uh, samurai drama. So, you know, there's a Bushido is a thing, and... Um, in the game, characters have a, a strife level, and when you uh, hit your strife level, basically it impairs your ability to function as a character until you do something called unmask, where you basically have some you know outburst that potentially might be shameful or cost you honor or glory or this, that, and the other. Um, so I love it. I've, I've always been interested in the setting, uh, and I would love to run it, but I think it would only work if the players were as invested in um, the setting, like, I don't know that it's a good game for, well, just create your characters and, you know, we'll learn as you go. And, uh, you know, because like what clan you're in and how they interact with other clans is important. So uh, it's a dream of mine to get like, you know, three or four people that are really interested in it and, and run it. I just don't know that that's ever going to actually occur. So. Yeah. yeah. But I keep buying it. Yeah, I want to know, at. like, at one point, like, if you are perfect at cultural appropriation, does it then become cultural appreciation? Is <laughs> it only the imperfect cultural appropriation? There is no perfect uh, <laughs> appropriation. I, 
yeah, I don't like. You can only approach no, the it, limit of. It's weird. Like you see, like I see the ad, like I'm, I'm sorry we're going down this path, but I see like the ads of like the the blonde haired chick from the '70s wearing like the you know the Indian outfit and the kimono, and then the you know the later hosen, and like yeah, that looks that looks bad. Yeah, let's not do that. But then, like, what? What? Like, it's like the uncanny valley, right? I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this, but we're going <laughs> to get canceled. Uh, but like, I mean, isn't cultural like aren't like if you try if you do a really good job, isn't that like like isn't it learning about other cultures? Isn't that a good thing? I don't get it totally, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I think there is an appreciation. I, I think I'm just going to leave right? that alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear you, Doug. I'm busy encrypting the spirit of seven seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we already warned people. We warned people. I, I say, like, I don't know why you guys are such a fucking liberal because, like, I have some weird ass opinions. But anyway, um, I'll offend anyone. That's my credo. Let's but do Rex. That's been on your list. I think since we started, you've talked about running. Oh yeah, Legend of the Five, yeah. five Rings, and, and I is... I may because there's a, a Foundry game system for it, um, yes. so I may uh, just ball up and do the work and create a scenario and see if there are any takers and see how it unfolds. So, does yeah. it use the uh, the the wacky dice FFG? It does. It's just yeah, yeah. Just... And now technically there were. Before Fantasy Flight bought the whole IP, there were prior iterations of right. the role-playing game. So there's like a fourth edition that a lot of people swear by that does not use wacky dice. Um, one of their interesting things in, the, in their fourth edition is they had a, a roll-and-keep system where you would uh, you know, roll this group of dice, and then you could actually pick which subset of dice you wanted to keep, and there were mechanical reasons why you why you might not always want to take maximum dice and maximum outcome. And they've carried that over in the Fantasy Flight system, but it does have the you know proprietary dice right. with you know their special symbols and whatever they call uh, narrative dice or something. Like that. I forget what it is. Right. And I, I don't I don't necessarily dislike that. I thought it worked pretty well. I, I played Age of Rebellion uh, a couple times, uh, which is their Star Wars setting that uses those dice and i thought they i mean i thought they worked pretty well for the system because you it, it it would give you some pretty cool uh outcomes that you could kind of twist um which you know right. i think is the intent of the dice to begin with is to create s some unexpected or interesting narrative stuff and i think it actually works to some degree um you no, know yeah, if, I, if you've I got agree. people that are on board with it yeah and my other hesitation with the game is um it's it's probably a medium crunch. There's it, particularly if you are going to play like a campaign where the characters progress. You know, there's a lot of um, customization options for the characters. You, know, you can go to different you know schools to learn different techniques, and they give you different you know buffs and ways to manipulate. Uh, uh, you know, outcomes of, of dice rolls and other situations. So it's definitely a game that potentially rewards players who enjoy like thinking about their character when they're not playing or like, you know, like flipping through the book and going, Oh, this is, this is cool. I could, 
I could do this and then I could do this and that would unlock that and that would, uh, that'd be awesome. So again, you know, that's a subset of, of players out there. So I'm just not sure we have that subset in the guild that would want to explore that in this setting versus a more traditional, you know, D&D or Pathfinder uh, type setting. I am always interested in like trying different settings. I like getting outside my comfort zone character wise. So that's so something I that I would player. be, yeah, something I would be probably interested in exploring. I, I will. And I will say this, I have con- considered that maybe this is the game to do like Jason uh, with dungeon world and just have two characters. Oh, that's interesting. You know, uh, and really drill down into the, like their backstories and how they interact with things. And, and then potentially maybe if it picks up steam, letting some other players join in, but the focus is the story of these two characters and, and how they navigate through this world. So what's, there's, what's the book, uh, Ox and somebody, um, I mean, it's not really the samurai thing, but uh, there's a two-character book, something in Ox. It's it's quite good. It's a series of books. I'll have to look it up. There we go. Okay. But I, I'm definitely interested. Um, but I don't know. I I know myself that I probably wouldn't have the bandwidth to like get the background that you would want. Um, I ha- I actually have a bunch of the stuff, and I have a bunch of the um, older stuff because I was like all the monster books I have because I was pulling shit out of there for Oddity High all the time. I was gonna, this <laughs> seems tailor made for you, Duck, an Asian fantasy universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. It, you know, I mean, the cover of the like the main book is like, yeah, I could just stare at that all day. But uh, oh, you would have liked the uh, the the woman who gave me my vaccine. Okay, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was she was right up your alley. Oh, I I did think about you. Live in Portland, I, you know, they're just like, yeah, I, I can't I can't throw a stick without hitting <laughs> people that are going to be in trouble. Um, did she did she brush the towel off accidentally at one point, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> She did the not. Injections, the injection's much better on your inner thigh. That's right. Much more effective. <laughs> uh, is it not? Higher. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I like I, I like that stuff. Um, but yeah, like, but, you know, I don't have the specific knowledge of the Five Rings universe and the clans. And that's, you know, that's really what Rex is looking for. But yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of the stuff because, like, it's great source material, especially like the monsters. If you're running, if you want to run anything mythical Japan, it's great stuff. Um, because I also have um, there's an Iron Sworn add-on pack for um, mythical Japan too, which I have, which is an interesting idea. Yeah, what about mythical Japan GURPS? Uh, yeah, I have that book, of course. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that would work. That sounds way cooler than regular Iron Sworn. I yeah wow. you know, like the iron sworn setting it was good it's a it was a little uh meh. yeah but the the Jap- the japan one sounded pretty cool um so i you know i would do that and that's why i think starforged really ap- appealed to me because that's you know iron sworn set in a in a space setting and that i need more space in my life um, <laughs> and you know jason i need to run space too that's what i'm really that's what i'm really saying. what was the hard uh sci-fi was that Seven Worlds? Is that what it was? Yeah, the Tamer was going to run. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would have been interesting any... too because that was another one that would be outside my my comfort. We've zone. never done it. Love yeah, Tamer was just established worlds. Yeah, which is another um, escalating die system. Um, 
Yeah, I've got the collector edition of Savage Worlds, so there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe it's time for me. And Seven Worlds has the, you know, you know, I really like like thinking about spaceship combat, and Seven Worlds has the the uh, atomic rockets seal of approval for like, so you can like disable other spaceships by heating them up too much. Um, which is awesome because people don't think about that very often. But that's the thing. Like, if you boil every all the crew inside, it's going to be hard for them. <laughs> because you know, you think space is cold. It's cold, but it doesn't want to take your heat because it's a vacuum, right? You, all you can do is radiate heat. So the rate at which you can you can remove heat from a system is very small. So you know that's why they, we have big cooling things like so if you overwhelm the ability of a ship to get rid of heat it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter and every and then then you have fried space people so um what kind uh, of sauce would you recommend for fried space people? <laughs> sweet and sour sweet and sour sure. <laughs> and, and then now you're making me think of high frontier where like you know the and good old phil eckland like yeah the chinese are the they're the ones with all the combat special abilities thanks phil uh, i i play phil's games all the time but like oh my god dude anyway yeah and surprisingly the libertarian government in phil's high frontier is like the best one you get all the bonuses i'm like go huh. figure <laughs> it checks out yeah <laughs> Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> really? Easily. Yes. It's what we do. It's what we do. Uh, no, the five. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the five ring stuff. It's, it's right is, over there. Is FFG still making it? I thought they fired all their RPG people. So, um, uh, you know, Asmodee is the evil empire in the gaming industry now. So they've been buying up. You know, everything they bought up FFG, and what they did is they've transferred all the uh, RPG rights, design, whatever, to Edge Roleplaying, which is based over in Europe. Um, so they will be continuing the Five Rings role-playing game, um, and uh, FFG will just be. Uh, dealing with board games, if they ever actually make any more board games. So, <laughs> or is it just uh, Star Wars stuff, like the exclusive Star Wars arm of Asmodee now? Well, yeah, it's weird because they've also moved their miniatures over to the company that did Marvel Crisis Protocol, which is, an, is another subsidiary of Asmodee. can't remember their name off the top of my head now. There we go. <laughs> did Asmodee just come in? <laughs> they're shutting us down. Yep. We didn't oh, we no. ask permission they're to talk sure. about their games. Yeah. Are they, have they bought up the cabal? <laughs> I wish. The purchase price would be wonder. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to ask, priceless. Getting more organized. So, um, <laughs> One one bottle of booze each for Dave and Jason, and we're sold. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the in theory, FFG's role playing games are all continue under this entity called Edge. I just don't know that much about them. They, they have promised that they're working on additional Five Ring stuff, so hmm. we shall see. And that's where the Star Wars stuff lies too, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so, yeah all the yeah, role playing stuff gone over, which is which is weird now because 
so you've got the uh, Star Wars miniatures, which will be with their miniatures subsidiary. The role-playing will be over the role-playing subsidiary. And then, I guess... Basically leaves LCGs, I guess, like Arkham Horror and uh, Lord of the Rings LCGs. That's about all that's left at FFG. There is not... Yeah, it's interesting. I am really curious whether at some point they just throw the lock uh, and shut the lights out on FFG. Seems like that's where Uh, they're going to go. Because they had they have a great facility up there in uh, in Minneapolis, like this. They had the whole event center that had you know like a bar and stuff in it, like nice gaming, you know, local gaming scene in Minneapolis. I'd be curious to see if they just shut all that down. That's a nice story. <laughs> crushed crushed under the gears of international uh, commerce. Enjoy that, Chris, Minneapolis. Kirsten Peterson you know, got paid. So. I was going to say, like he, he was the you know he was the local guy that owned the company. He made a decision. I mean, he sold the estimate. He he knew what, where that right. was going to yeah. lead. So it's not like right. not like they were you know if he if he wants guy he can build got, a million hipster bars. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Some other ingenious person in Minneapolis can take over and rise up. It's called sure. creative destruction. Crack it. Get comfortable with it. So. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, uh, uh, speaking of uh, things we weren't speaking of, um, Derek and Jeff are playing Battlefleet Mars. That would make a good RPG. Uh, another one that has kind of been tickling my mind is like a, uh, you know, GURPS has the transhumanity, but some sort of like uh, within uh, solar system. Uh, expanse style thing, and of course, I'd use GURPS for it. I think GURPS would actually be really good at that, probably better than the expanse RPG. Um, because the the Dave's truism that like GURPS is the best system for anything you want to run until they come out with a specific RPG is not 100% true because sometimes they don't they don't do those RPGs very well, but um, it is generally true. But what was the, the crazy time travel game? Uh, Oh, uh, uh, time agent. Rifts? Time agent. That would be an interesting oh, RPG yeah. as well. Anything with they have, they have the time travel one. All they have that. That's the one in their main books, right? Because it, that's the that's the thing about Gerbs. Take this character, you know. Here, take this fighter from D and D, and you know, you got my chocolate and your peanut butter. Because here's this spaceman from Traveler, and we put them together, right? And they cross the streams. But yeah, they have, it's well. They call it the many world setting or something. So it's not exactly time travel, but it's similar. <laughs> there are, there are of course, uh, group source books on time travel too. But yeah. Although I feel like just for, for storytelling purposes, you'd almost want something like PTA for, oh, sure. for a, t- I mean, for a time agent PTA. type setting. Yeah. I mean, that would work too. That would work too. It all depends like what you're like, do you want like groups? To me, GURPS is like, you know, if you want to get nitty gritty, um, you know, and um, some of If the you want to get into the quantum physics of time travel, GURPS is yeah. your... <laughs> I mean, GURPS, GURPS can work even at, even at a higher level, but if you, like, if at any point you think you might want to get into nitty gritty, GURPS is the system to go with. Um, so. And anytime you want the opposite of nitty gritty, it's PBTA. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, there's, there's yeah, that's good enough for me. All you need is two. Yeah, two is probably. probably <laughs> see that. Um, system doesn't really matter that much. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> you got to wait. Maybe if you waited like 40 minutes to say that, he'd be so sleepy that he might. <laughs> <laughs> no, I assume it was just payback for the creative destruction. <laughs> it's setting in subject matter, like, like 2D20. Yeah. Hey, uh, just random things. Um, I ha I backed a Kickstarter called um, uh, Surprising. I know it's surprising. Old school, um, not old school essentials, although I did back that one. It's like old school wizardry, the nine runes of ancient magic. And I got it uh, like a month ago. It's very interesting. And the reason I was attracted to it is because it's a it's a system. It's D20, you know, but it's all about wizards. And, it, and it's all, you remember uh, Dave's magic system from the Gunslinger GURPS thing? Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool. This is not, it's just like, it's all the mechanics of magic. So you have like these runes and you have, and then there's components and there's like three elements of a spell and you have to string them all together. I, that may be, I may have to run a one shot in that. Although the problem may be like getting people to like read the rules because they are like a couple hundred pages. So it's not really conducive to a one shot, but I'm fascinated with these rules because I'm like, I love the mechanics of like how magic works, which is another great thing about GURPS because you could throw this shit into GURPS and it would work fine. Like GURPS gives you like five different options for doing magic. Um, I mean, you have to buy five different books, but they're all that. <laughs> so is that thing just like a magic add-on, or is it its own system? No, it's its own system. It's its own <laughs> system. Um, uh, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not, and it's it's well, it's written well enough. It's you know, I'd say it's above the above average for like a Kickstarter. You know, he must have had an editor because um, it's readable. Um, I, I had to go back and reread some stuff just to understand, uh, like some of the shit about how it works, but, um, it seems like, and it seems like, you know, it would be like one of the, there's the, the rune, which is like the verb. And then there's the, I forget what he calls it. There's the verb, the noun, and then there's modifiers. So like the adjectives. verb could be like, hmm? adjectives. Uh, yeah, but or like they're like represent quantity, duration. The, those are the modifiers. Like you can change the quantity, duration, and then there's a couple other things you can change. Um, because like, like you and your your noun can be like pigs. <laughs> so like you can have a you can have a couple of runes, but like your you know your focus could be pigs. It's like I can create a pig because that's my verb is create a pig. And, and there's two different types of like things. There's like the essences of something. So like water, and then there's like kind of macro objects. If you have water, like the default amount is like, like a molecule of water. So you have to, you have to invest in the modifier so that you get more than a molecule of water anytime you want to do something with that. So like having a very generic open thing, the downside is that um, you have to invest in these other things to make it useful at all, or else you just get these tiny, tiny little. Sounds like the the classic, uh, you know, wording your wishes very carefully type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if you don't if you don't say it just right, you're going to end up with yeah one single moat of water. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's and well, and I love when people come up with clever ways, and like Rex was saying in um, Five Rings, right? Any system where you know it's. A push your luck or you know it like i have to make a decision and there's uh you know there's risks and 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 upsides and downsides on both sides of the decision i like that i like that push and pull in a game um, so i mean you don't want it to take over the game but uh, you don't want it to be like i i want to have meaningful choices in my game right i want to have like 
and you know there's a bit of a gaminess to it but in this like you know it just the way that they set it up like one of the, one of the uh, like pigs like or like rats is like yeah i'm gonna like cast a uh a rat ball at this guy and it seems like it seems like it has the potential for hilarity. I, I do as I think about it now. I'm like thinking, yeah, the book's like 200 pages, so I'm not gonna make a great one shot. Wow. So. No, I, I mean I was shocked because I was like I was looking at the Kickstarter and it was like I think it was 40 bucks. I'm like, wow, that seems pricey, but you know whatever, I'll back it. And like I get the book and it's like, you know, it's a hunk and it's a hunk of book. Anyhow, so. Huh. Uh, I love a hunk of book. Well, the other thing, and I'm, you know, another one of the zines I backed uh, was they did, you know, have you ever looked at DM yourself, Jason? Uh, No. If someone wrote it last year as a way to play 5e by yourself, um, and then they did a Kickstarter for DM yourself, so they, and they bundled in the other one. So I've been reading that. That's interesting to me, too, because, like, I, you know, why do I want to play solo RPGs? Which is why I suggested the topic, but I'm like, oh, I'm interested now just because, you know, it's kind of interesting. And then we played Iron Sworn. You can play like Iron Sworn uh, without a GM, which is kind of fun too. Um, I've done a little bit of it. I played OSE mm-hmm. solo just using, um, uh, what was the, I used like an Oracle yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've looked at Mythic. I like right. the system in Mythic, the GM emulator. That art is so fucking terrible. Like, I can't bring myself to print it and or buy it because the art in it is so bad and it's so cringy. Like, I can't put this on my shelf. My wife would kill me. Is it um, cringy like uh, boo? Like chainmail bikini kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the system is really neat, and there's a lot of tools in there. The one thing, so like this DM yourself, it's, I'm going to have to like, uh, I have to, I'm about halfway through it, but uh, it tries to get it, like it talks about those things and the downsides of those are that because you're doing a lot of random roles, sometimes you can lose the narrative. The What you do with DM yourself is you take a module and you just kind of read parts of it. And then there's ways like when you go to the next section, like you're reading like you know uh the box text and stuff and then there then when you go to a section and like you've made an assumption about something that doesn't turn out to be true there's like these ways to reconcile like you have like these flashbacks and stuff and you reconcile back with it just seems like it's kind of like this guy really tried to make something he really wanted to play his modules that were (laughs) yeah and it's uh it's very interesting so it's a good idea like I have that much free time. I have so much to do. But I know I'm not playing the solo board games I have, let alone RPGs. Exactly. But I am looking forward to the. Um, oh, you guys have talked about it already, and I can't place the name. The uh, the Iron Sworn in Space Starforge. Starforge. <clears throat> I am looking forward to that Kickstarter. I don't I don't know why, but Iron Sworn didn't do anything for me, but uh, Starforge. Because it's in space, it looks really cool. You know, have you? Did you look like so? I mean, I totally get like the the default setting for Iron Sworn and the art. Um, uh, like you know, it's like you know, he took pictures of photos. Um, (laughs) Although nerds, they're not not bad cosplayers, but they're not bad. 
something like like yeah they're like yeah i don't want real people um yeah i don't even mind that i don't know what it is anyway um yeah i i like the art in it and the, the default setting is very um you know the nordic thing hmm. it's okay um I'm, it's a little problematic did, yeah i played it with uh <laughs> With Pete A and uh, it, it 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 was better. Like the setting was more engrossing than I thought it was going to be, mm. just from like reading it. But and then and then we did the Starforge world building, and yeah, that was very exciting. And yeah, like I said, I, I need more space in my life. And he he does uh, well. He's the one who got the um, who's going to help out with the One Ring Free League Solar. Yeah, that's all that. yeah that's pretty that, cool. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, the mechanics of uh, Iron Sworn I like a lot. They're very uh, PBTA ish in that you know you have a there's a failure, uh, success with a cost, and then full success. Um, and it's a and it's a, a you know you're rolling two d10s and kind of looking at the difference. And uh, the mechanic is very interesting. Um, and I and I did I did enjoy it quite a bit. So and the way you build characters in that was another thing too. Uh, it seems very limiting, but um, like you can hack it too, right? But you kind of you you know you have you, there's like three or four attributes, but then you give your character like these special like there's cards, and they have you know like you have this special ability, um, or you get and like one of the categories is like you can have a special mount or something, and they all give you special bonuses. And then as you get experience, you get to check off more things and get more special abilities, which is kind of cool. So there was a lot I liked about it. I was because um, I think Backdoor was the one who was really talking it up, um, mm -hmm. and I ended up like reading it a little bit because the, the the basic PDF is free. And I'm like, oh wow, this is really actually kind of interesting. So, but stuff. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody got any other? Uh, round table type things or we're kind of petering out and that's okay. Uh, I am petering out. Yeah. So. It's getting late. It's, it's been about two hours. Uh, yeah, it's been, no. this was a good idea, Jason. Oh yeah. yeah got to pivot. I needed some BS time. For sure. For sure. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Well, welcome. Carl. Yeah. You did a good job. Um, and I think, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll even invite Gersh back, but not Samer. I guess it's back to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go to work now. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, you got to get that guy hired. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle, by remaining in this conversation, you have now contractually obligated yourself to <laughs> run the game. So, well, limbs no, the rules. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, just... honestly, Rex, like. Do we need somebody to run some? I mean, no, I, can, I don't. Actually, we don't. We, we don't. We, we, if, we if you really want to, to continue run, to play in everyone's game, really but like yeah. if he's hesitant and he's playing in seven games, yeah, I think that's the best community service he can provide. That is that is. I will actually concede that that is uh, correct. So. Yeah, it is. I, <laughs> it is amazing that how much stuff I'm playing in. Like I forget. Don't we have comrades coming up Monday? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. supposedly. I mean, yeah. Mark's been pretty quiet, so I hope everything's going well, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, this seems like a lull, and we've, uh, we're have we ready to close the roundtable. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've so. delved the dungeon. 
it was a it was a good time. Thanks to everyone for your uh, your dreams, your aspirations. That's right. Delve the dungeon, plumb the depths. I think that's mm-hmm. that's a good, the tagline for the roundtable, right? Plumb our, come yeah. plumb our depths. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, you boys have a good evening. Yep. Everybody have a good night. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Good night, gentlemen.